0: Hey, welcome to Night School, 4th of July. I was planning on doing an Every Night's a School Night, a full Every Night's a School Night episode tonight to go along with the 4th of July, and I still might, but I'm not sure because i have just kind of just taking today to go on whatever whim I feel like, and right now I'm at the end of a, a pier, a dock, next to a boat called Magic Time. I'm not kidding, it's a big yacht that is parked here year round and it says Magic Time, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I've jokingly for years now referred to it as my boat. I've never been on it, but that's my boat, I swear. So right now I'm right near my boat on the 4th of July. And honestly, it's been a great fucking day. And I guess this is just gonna be kind of a diary entry episode. I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about my day. A little bit about my 4th of July. It's not just my day. You know, it's the 4th of July, and I could make jokes and say it's America's Day or this or that, but really, you know, it's it's a good day. Let's just put it that way. It doesn't matter if it's my day or if it's America's Day. I feel like today, here, right now, is a great day. Next to magic time. Uh, but, uh, you know, what I was going to say, oh yeah, look uh, look soon for the Every Nights of School Night episode, the July episode. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to have... It's not gonna be the normal music, it's not gonna be doo-wop, rockabilly, country, there's not gonna be any of that. It's gonna be a special summer, one-off sort of episode, it's gonna have some samples, some clips, uh, a variety, there's gonna be a lot to enjoy about it. It'll be the, you know, the show of the summer, it'll be the, the event of the entire summer. But yeah, it's gonna have some, probably some hard rock, maybe even some death metal, some lighter stuff as well. Uh, it'll be a good one. It'll be fun. It'll be different. And I think it's a good time to do things a little different. Not for good, but just for this particular episode. But yeah, today, this morning, I... got a phone call from one of my oldest friends. You know, we've been friends... We've known each other since elementary school, been friends since high school. And he was passing through town, so we got coffee. I met his fiance, who's a fantasy painter for a video game company, so that's interesting. And she's from Bulgaria. Uh, And after that, just by myself, you know, I happened to wander up to the state capitol, the capitol building, just right up the street, you know, just on a whim. And uh, it happened to be open. I went inside. Well, before I went inside, I walked around the campus, and what I noticed right away is there were a lot of large Indian and Middle Eastern families, but especially Indian all around the capitol building they were all over the campus there were a lot of these you know immigrant families and these tourists and they, they were these large families grandparents you know small children it was just everyone and they seemed so content and it was so interesting to me that with all this bullshit going on some of it deserved some of it just you know shit people are pulling out of the air but you know with all this shit going on that we hear about it was just so interesting to see that Especially in a town like this where, you know, it is predominantly white and, you know, I'm not somebody who ever, you know, growing up, you know, we used to get our math books and we'd, we kind of, you know, note that, oh, they've got the white kid, the black kid, the Asian kid, the girl and the kid, on the, the kid in the wheelchair, you know, all in the math book cover. And we didn't like notice that out of, you know, some sort of hatred or or even in an attempt to say, like, they shouldn't do that. How dare they show a diverse group of kids? How dare Captain Planet have a kid of every race joined together to create this super, you know, whatever, super planet-saving hero, you know, whatever it is. You know, it wasn't like, I, I never resented that myself. I noticed it though, and I knew it was kind of like a clear tactic to promote diversity and I'm not really interested in analyzing that or dissecting it. I know people will do that to death. It seems like a conversation that really never dies. Uh, So I'm not interested in bringing it up for that reason, to have some sort of discussion on the pros and cons of promoting diversity on math books and children's cartoons. Uh, But when I noticed these families, I did kind of have that thought where I was like, This was just a little bit unexpected. I didn't expect to find this, and it honestly kind of brought a tear to my eye. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. I was just kind of like, these families chose to come to the... You know, This is the state of Washington. It's like the capitol building, and the capitol campus is the largest and most powerful, let's just say the strongest representation of America and American government in the entire state. And I was amazed that these families, these they chose to go to the capitol campus and they seemed to be very happy to be there and they seemed to have gone there very deliberately it wasn't like there was some sort of event and they weren't there together i didn't you know these different families weren't there you know as some as some part of larger event that was being held there they were all separate and it was just i was just amazed by it you know it was just it was cool to me and uh you know and and what was also cool is i decided you know i had my little vape pen so I smoked a little bit of weed, uh, like, right in front of the Capitol building, and I'm not saying this to sound badass. I'm saying it because I just, I felt so at ease doing it. I was like, I have this little electri- electronic vape pen, and it's legal. And sure, you're not supposed to do it on the Capitol campus, but I still, I was like, there's nobody around. It's like completely disguised. It's legal, technically legal. So, really, like, I have total freedom to do this right now. And as long as I'm not too close to anybody, I can get fucking high in front of the Capitol building. And I was just, you know, very close to the steps to the building, and I did it. And it was really fucking neat to do that. Uh, And then I went inside the Capitol building, because it was open, and happened to get sucked into this guided tour for a few minutes, where we went into the presidential room, the only room in the Capitol building that you can't enter unless you have a tour guide with you. And Terry, the wonderful tour guide, uh, took us in, you know, and he showed us this old-fashioned, elegant room with marble, and I don't know if they were oriental carpets, but it was something that reminded me of that. And it was just beautiful. There was some very ancient... Uh, ancient by my standards, uh, American flag behind glass, and that was, it was, you know, on each side there was the full American flag, and then the Washington State flag, and he explained how that the flag behind glass, the old, the archaic American flag, was not an actual valid American flag at any point. It had 42 stars, and as he said, there was never any point where the U.S. only had 42 stars. That flag was made because Washington state was supposed to be the 42nd state. However, they only officially allow a state to become a state on the 4th of July, which was news to me. It's been so long since we've added any states. I didn't know. I didn't know that it's it's almost like you can, it's like in The Hobbit where it's like you can only open that cavern uh, that goes to the old like dwarf kingdom if you're there at midnight on like, and the moon has to shine on the rock at at this particular time and then you have to do it just right. It's almost like that where it's like, (laughs) it's almost like that but much simpler where it's like it has to be the 4th of July to officially be recognized as a state. I had no idea that was a rule. Maybe they taught us in school, I don't know, but it was complete news to me. But that flag technically wasn't it. Because Washington was approved to be a state, it, was, it would have been the 42nd at the time it was approved, but we had to wait until the 4th of July to actually be officially recognized. And apparently in the meantime, I'm probably chopping this up a little bit, but in the meantime, Idaho was recognized as a state as well as several others. So Washington became the 48th state. Uh, so very interesting, something I never knew or at least never retained. And these days, those kinds of facts, you know, I will gladly live for those kinds of facts, you know. Like, I saw these little kids as part of the tour group, and they were just, like, not having it. But I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wow, Idaho stole our star. And I even said that to the tour guide. I was like, so you're telling us Idaho stole our our star? Uh, No wonder I've never been there. You know, I just secretly knew they stole our 42nd star. But that also made me think, you know, because I woke up this morning, and I looked at... uh, like, social media, and I just know so many people, because I know so many people who come from this, like, art or, like, punk background, and I'm not saying that with any judgment, but it's just, it's, it's, like, what I would refer to as a lot of this, they're, like, fifth year seniors at the Punk Rock Academy who have taken, it's not a phase 101 for the last 10 years, they just keep taking it over and over again, that's sometimes how it feels, like, people posting, like, burning American flags, we see so much of this, and, I totally understand that there are wrongs that go on in this world, and some of them are done in the name of America, or some of them are done by Americans, and I'm not taking anything away from people's right to protest or burn flags, but I see that, and then I see things like, you know, just these immigrant Eastern families spending time at the Capitol on the 4th of July, like them wanting to go there. It, It just, I don't know, like contrasting those two things was just weird to me it was just it just seemed weird because I I know these largely you know white people from you know and I I'm one of these, I never talk about white people I, I don't believe in this whole like you wouldn't believe what a middle-aged white lady said to me today they're just the worst customers you know all this like this posturing when white people talk about white people you know it's just I just don't do that one way or another but there, but most of the people I know who are talking about burning the flag and and what a you know an awful shithole America is and all this stuff that just focusing purely on the negative, which again I'm not denying, I'm not denying that that stuff isn't there. You know, I'm not denying there isn't some you know terrible stuff going on. I mean, we are a powerful powerful world government. You know, I think that alone speaks volumes about the things we are capable of and the things we do. Uh, but at the same time, seeing this particular sort of kid, you know, it's like, like I said, it's almost like someone who just, just can't manage to find the grades to graduate from the Punk Rock Academy and they're just taking that class over and over. It just kind of feels that way to me and they largely largely come from a certain kind of background. And, I, and if you want to burn the flag and you feel that you're outside of that stereotype and you have your own reasons, that's totally fine. Like if you believe in what the things you believe if, if you truly believe in the things that you believe, like I'm not it's it's never my job to try to tell you otherwise. But I'm a fan of preaching what you need and saying things how I see it. And I don't know, just seeing that and then going on this guided tour and it's like just hearing this like you know, cute little story about how Washington got its star taken away by Idaho before it got confirmed as a state, and how states are only confirmed on the 4th of July. It was just this funny little story for this flag, just this little flag. And he was also, like, talking about how, I don't know, I don't don't need to go into that, Uh, but uh, he was just a character. He was a character, and then he took out a laser pointer, a penter. took out a laser penter, Hey, you got one of them uh, laser penters? Yeah, dude. I, like, we totally would have won the game, but somebody shined a laser penter in my eye. I, I totally would have won the Super Bowl, but somebody shined a laser penter in my eye. We gotta find out who did that. Now, this guy, the Terry, the tour guide. He, we're in this marble room. You know, the walls and, and columns are lined in marble. This was a room that was designed to entertain presidents in the state capital of Washington, and it did entertain presidents. But but the last president to have stepped foot in there was Harry Truman, because apparently presidents prefer to go to Seattle now. Presidents prefer to go to Seattle now, uh, because it's a bigger city, higher profile. They ignore the state capitol, they ignore the room that was made for presidents. Um, But anyway. I had to look at my boat to make sure, like, none of the staff were looking over here, because I got a little out of hand there, uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding, um, probably like a 4th of July party going on on the boat. How come I wasn't invited to a party on my own boat, what's up with that? Maybe this day hasn't been so good after all, no, but, uh, he shined a laser pointer at the marble, oh yeah, I should mention, the last president to be there was Truman, and so it was just this, that was interesting on, on in and of itself that's the kind of thing I find interesting now Harry Truman was the last president to be here but anyway laser pointers uh, He, the tour guide Terry he started shining the laser pointer at this column of marble and he's like you know I've I found things in this marble and he's like for example like there's a, you can see the head of a dog if you look at the, the dot the laser pointer and just the, a tour guide whipping out a laser pointer in 2019 I, I love that alone like laser pointers were so fucking cool when they came out and they still are but I just kind of take them for granted because everything has become a fucking laser pointer, you know, in some way. <laughs> it's like, we walk, like, our, our eyes might as well be laser pointers in 2019. But, uh, so Terry the Tour Guide shined his laser pointer, and, like, the thing is, this dog head, it was a dog head in the marble, it looked so much like a fucking dog, it was eerie. I was taken aback, I was like, whoa. You know he's this guy's right he's found things in the marble like you know people find things in the clouds terry the tour guide finds things in the marble of the presidential room of the state capitol if that guy doesn't deserve a plaque i don't know you know who does a plaque of a laser pointer shining at marble uh, pointing to a dog <laughs> and then he but then as I, so I was staring at that dog i was just like wow he's right there really is like a dog head in the marble and he goes, and if you look over here, there's Santa Claus. And he shined the laser pointer on another wall. But honestly, I was really distracted by the dog head, and I, I kind of half-assed glanced at the Santa Claus. Now I kind of regret it, and I should go back. I should go back and see if I can find other things in the marble. i be like, no, 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 I'm just here, I'm here to look at the marble. I'm a marble specialist. No, Terry told me, Terry told me, see, I got a laser pointer. Like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, he's got, the la- he's got a laser pointer, let him in so that was, that was a cool thing, there were some other things, uh, from that little tour that were fun, uh, and, uh, maybe, maybe I'll remember a couple other things, but it was just neat, and it was, it was just fun, it was like an old guy who was, you know, he's not the most charismatic guy in the world, but he had a good sense of humor, a good delivery for a political tour guide, he was doing pretty damn good at that role, and then, you know, I left, and, uh, It's been a nice day that I messaged a friend, you know, about... I watched a video of of Roy Orbison. I'm gonna tell you everything. Every text I sent. Everything I did today, I'm gonna tell you. No, but, uh, I was watching a video of Roy Orbison doing the Star Spangled Banner in 1988 at an LA Kings hockey game, and he was in, you know, 1988 Roy Orbison, so he had the kind of, like, swoop down, dyed hair, sunglasses, uh, all black, with a, a, uh, what's it called, like an iron cross necklace high up, almost looked like a weird preacher type character, and he's doing, I, I think it might, I'm pretty sure it was acapella, an acapella, very understated, star-spangled banner at an LA Kings game. And I think that was when Gretzky was on them, I think... He'd already, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember when Gretzky joined the Kings, but either way, it's the LA Kings. They're a badass hockey team. Like, if I had to like a hockey team, it would be the LA Kings, and I'm not just saying that. I actually have an LA Kings hat. I bought it when I was really hungover at LIDS in the mall. And it's, like, really decorated. Like, the underside of the bill has, like, silver embroidery. Like, I don't know what—it's like a—you can't wear it, really. It's like this L.A. Kings hat you can't really wear because it's just got so much embroidery and fucking gloss on it. It's, like, it's just a decoration. Um, But Roy Orbison uh, singing at an L.A. Kings game, and it was just so fucking beautiful, like, watching Roy Orbison sing just Americana magic, you know? That's how I felt about it. And I let my friend know, and he was like, oh, you know, right when you sent that message, we were listening to a Roy Orbison album, and I was thinking about you. And I was like, hell yeah, 4th of July. You know, to me, that's what the 4th of July is all about. Uh, so now I came down to the marina, and I'm walking around, and like, and I see this lesbian couple in front of me, and this is where we get back to the kind of, di- the, the, you know, diversity sort of thing that I was getting at earlier. Like, I'm a kind of person, I want everybody to feel welcome and safe wherever they are, honestly. Uh, I, I'm, I, that's just my basic philosophy. Beyond that, I'm not somebody who's like, there's not enough diversity in this. Oh, I, I would have liked that movie, but the, there wasn't em- enough diversity among the cast. I'm not one of those people by any means. But I do want people to feel welcome and safe no matter who they are. Uh, and, uh... Uh, so I, but I saw this lesbian couple like walking by the marina, and they were just, they are so happy. They were just so happy at the 4th of July stroll along the marina. They were walking like arm in arm, very similar bodies, and they just like, so it just, they looked, it was just, it was just very cute. And they, uh, but then like, they were like, joking around, like laughing really fucking hard, and one of them like shoved the other one in this playful way, and I was like, this is just nice. You know, having a moment, walking along, you know, it's, a, it's the perfect day. It didn't really get above the mid-70s today. It's, you know, I don't fireworks aren't going off yet, so there's no noise. There might be a little wind coming in here. You might be hearing some wind, given I'm out on a dock right now next to my yacht, Magic Time, from Philadelphia. My Philadelphian yacht. Uh... But uh, you might be hearing some wind, but I mean you're gonna be hearing fireworks later. Today's a day of where noise pollution is just a part of the deal. Noise pollution is just part of the deal today, and for that matter, you know, wind is my fireworks anyway. Firework, my own personal form of fireworks is just the nice, it's the sound of a nice chill wind coming through. So if you're hearing any wind on this, just know that that's my fireworks. That's my fireworks celebration. But yeah, so I saw that couple just now and it was like just yet another like it's almost like my brain today is this You know high school math book where I'm just like, you know, it's nice just, just to see these different people Feeling good and enjoying the positive aspects of the American experience today And that's not to say that all aspects of the American experience are positive. Obviously. They aren't all aspects of life aren't just positive you know no matter how good your life is i mean you see how truly miserable rich people often are you know people who have have every opportunity in the world, you know, I mean, think about the rich kids, the number of rich kids who woke up today and posted like a burning American flag, you know, and and claimed to be just miserable. Because I actually had that thought earlier. I was like, you know, trying to get someone to appreciate the positive aspects of the American experience and the many positive ways in which being an American and... Growing up in America has benefited their lives, trying to explain that to someone to focus on the things and not even the things that are like traditional American. Like, you could seriously be like, you know what? If it weren't for America, Florida death metal never would have been a thing in the early 90s. I never would have heard Morbid Angel. I never would have heard, you know, even outside of Florida, just it's like, (laughs) you know, I never would have heard of Chuck Schuldner. I never, you know what I mean? It's like, you could. Just look at it that way i mean like i never would have heard of any of these things so many of these things rock and roll all these things you can make that the american experience and you can celebrate that you can choose to do that on today and you can choose to you know point out the wrongs. You can use it as a platform to do that. I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to take that away, but I'm talking about what has worked for me, because I was once that kid who didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, and I still think it's extremely weird for everyone to stand and say the same words and stare at a corner where there's a flag. I still think that's extremely just weird behavior, and I don't like it, Um, but I have managed to find a way to, you know, just appreciate some sort of um, some form of the american experience and that's because just as i've seen these things that you know i don't approve of and i don't like and not just the one, not just something done today but it's past present or future you know that doesn't take away the fact that doesn't take away the whole of my experience the whole of, of that and maybe my experience is better than most and maybe it is but i doubt it's as good as someone else's so you can play the relativity game all you want And that doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, But when I see these people who are just, they want to focus on the worst possible aspects of America today. To me, trying to convince them otherwise is like trying to tell a depressed person to be happy, you know? Where you can't just do it, you can't just verbally tell someone, oh, you know, just, you know, smile. Just smile more, you'll get used to it, and and, and things will be better. Even though that might work, I mean, who knows. Uh, It's still, I'm not gonna tell a depressed person that. I'm not gonna say, oh, you should just try feeling happy. Have you tried feeling happy? You know, I'm not gonna say that shit to a depressed person. And in that same way, I'm not gonna like single someone out who thinks that today is the best day to hate America with all of their heart. You know, I'm not gonna tell that person, hey, you shouldn't do that. Have you tried loving America? You know, I'm not going to do that, but at the same time, I will absolutely look at the things that I can appreciate and take the most from this day for myself. And at the very least, if nothing else, it's Independence Day. And I am really fucking glad I'm not British. This land is mine, God gave this land to me, this brave, this golden land to me.